Guayava sits at a dining table. He pushes an invoice to Ernesto, the man across from him. Ernesto puts on his reading glasses and examines it. In the nearby living room is a little girl watching TV. She holds a medium-sized doll. Ernesto scoffs at the bill. Dile que lo contraté para capturar al chupacabra. He said that he hired you to catch the chupacabra. No entiendo por qué tengo que pagar si no ha hecho nada. He doesn't understand why he needs to pay when you have done nothing. You hired me to investigate what's causing all your livestock to drop dead. I believe I found the culprit. But there's no chupacabra. Dice que no hay un chupacabra. Guayaba leans in closer to Ernesto and begins speaking fluent Spanish. Señor, you must have noticed some items, specifically sharp items, that have mysteriously vanished from your home. Ernesto looks confused but nods. Guayaba pulls up a large brown sack and empties the contents on the table. A dozen knives and some scissors all stained with dried blood. I found them all in your girl's room, tucked away in her toy chest, along with some, shall we say, souvenirs. What do you speak of? Guayaba pulls an eyeball out of his pocket. Sometimes predators keep parts of their victims as trophies. Sometimes the hunt is just for sport. My God, but she's just a child. The girl is innocent, senor. But I can't say the same for her little friend there. You think it's her doll? A child's toy? I believe it's been possessed by a sadistic serial killer. I've seen it before. But that's crazy! What people call crazy keeps me in business. It may not be as crazy as a goat-sucking space alien, but it'll certainly do for now. Well, what should we do? He's in my girl's arms as we speak. I don't believe she's in danger. The doll would have struck by now. The slaughter of your livestock is a product of seclusion, mere boredom. So we do nothing? I can't let him keep killing my animals. Patience, Don Ernesto. The doll's greatest advantage is that, well, it's a doll. Your accusation will only be met with that lifeless, stupid smile. We must catch him red-handed. We play its game until it can't play dumb no more. Ernesto glances over at the doll, then gives Guayava a nod. I have set up more traps out there. It's only a matter of time until the boredom sets in again, and his bloodlust rises from within. Speak English! What the hell are you guys saying? I know you're talking about me! The possessed doll quickly leaps onto a chair and onto the table where he picks up one of the knives. He lunges towards Guayaba, who very anticlimactically catches him midair by his long hair. The doll makes pathetic stabbing motions, but his tiny arms reach nothing but air. I'll fucking kill you, Guayaba! Dios mío! I had it good here, man! I wasn't hurting anyone! Guayaba slams the doll against the table. He throws the doll inside the sack. The little girl runs towards her father for comfort. 
It's okay, sweetheart. You are safe now. What are you gonna do with him? I'm gonna keep him far away from here. And far away from your animal friends out there. But he didn't do anything. Don Ernesto, I'm afraid I will need to revise my previous invoice. An additional disposal fee will be... A sudden uproar is heard outside. A chorus of various animals shrieking in terror. Guayaba draws a machete from a scabbard on his hip. He bolts through the front door, still holding the sacked doll. The family follows behind him. They halt at the porch and quickly scan the darkness as their eyes struggle to adjust. A dark figure struggles with a small trap caught on its hind limbs. It manages to shake free. Red eyes glare back at the house, along with sharp white teeth. It's hard to make out an exact shape. It lingers for a moment, then vanishes into the darkness. Guayaba stands in awe, the sack still dangling from his hand. What the hell was that? A shiny blade suddenly stabs through and slashes downward. The doll's head emerges. That? Oh, great, Detective Guayova, was a goddamn chupacabra. <laughs> Guayaba, In Search of the Chupacabra, written and directed by Juan Villacana, produced by Aaron Needham, narrated by Jose Renteria, Jesse Feister, Ricardo G. Moreno, Alondra Ha'el, Xavier Vidal, Rafael Manuel Neve Luna, Seamus Briner, and Jacob L. Skrapka. Guayava examines the trap he set out the previous night. There is some blood and hair-like fibers clinging to the metal jaws. A few yards away, something catches his attention. He walks over and takes a closer look. He kneels down and picks up a shiny green orb. It's perfectly smooth with an eerie glow to it. Ernesto and the little girl stand on the porch behind Guayava. The girl has a shotgun strapped to her. Be careful, Lucita. And remember, you are only guiding him to the neighbors. After that, you come straight back home. I'll be okay, Papa. That thing only comes out at night. They hug goodbye, and Lucita goes up to Guayava. They begin walking. What did you find? I'm not sure. I don't suppose you and the neighborhood kids played marbles out here. Nah, I've never seen any other kids out here. I don't think we have any other neighbors besides this one. It's just a whole bunch of nothingness. Guayava is still examining the mysterious orb as he walks. He begins to notice something. That's strange. What is it? The marble. Feels like it's almost vibrating. I feel a strange sensation. They tickle, almost. <laughs> I would smash it if I were you. What if it's some sort of tracking device? Perhaps. But in a whole bunch of nothingness, who knows? It could come in handy. 
Sometimes you want to be found. Guayaba places the orb in his coat pocket and they continue walking. There's a whole bunch of nothingness. A few miles down, a house with a large barn starts to become visible. That's my neighbor's house right up there. I thank you for your guidance. It's best you head back home now, to your pa. A sudden crackling in the ground startles them both. Lucita quickly retrieves her shotgun and aims at a nearby bush. They stand still. Guayava's long trench coat flaps in the wind. Lucita sneaks in closer and takes a shot at the bush. A poor wounded rabbit stumbles out gasping for life. It's just a rabbit. Lucita pulls out a pocket knife and slits the rabbit's throat with no hesitation. Guayava looks at the girl, a bit concerned. She looks up at Guayava and notices something strange. His coat is still elevated and gently waving, although the wind has ceased. Your coat. Guayava now notices his coat is gently pulling away from him. He takes a step back and it seems to relax. A step forward and it once again comes to life. They look at each other in disbelief, but neither of them say a word. Guayava takes another step forward. The coat begins dragging him. The pull is too strong. Each inch makes the pull stronger. He falls on his back and is dragged like a ragdoll. Guayaba has no choice. He ditches the coat. It zooms through the plane and crashes directly into the neighbor's barn, all in a matter of seconds. Are you okay? Yes. What happened? The marble in my pocket. Some sort of force was pulling it. My god, that went far, huh? I suppose we'd better fetch it. They crouch down and slowly sneak towards the barn. As they get closer, they see a hole the size of a basketball on the front side of the barn. The doors are wide open. They cautiously enter the barn. Guayava examines the whole of the barn from the inside. Lucida proceeds to look around. A large table neatly displays two large metal half shells. It looks as if a giant metal egg was sliced vertically down the middle. One is hollow, the other has circuit boards and wires inside. They look damaged, dented, and beat up. A few more parts and pieces are neatly laid next to the metal shells. Lucida notices something familiar. One of the components has a faint and eerie green glow to it. Lucida picks up the component. It's shaped like a stick of gum. Meanwhile, Guayava discovers a second aligned hole in the back of the barn. The orb shot straight through. Under the exit hole is a pallet covered with a tarp. Guayava looks under the tarp. I think you should check this out. The pallet is stacked with bricks of cocaine. We should get out of here. They suddenly hear voices approaching from the outside. Hide. Guayava hides behind the pallet. Lucida goes under the draped table. Three men enter. The leader is dressed in all white. Tell me, Hugo. Was this another drone? 
Possibly. Although this one would have to be a lot smaller. The men examine the hole in the barn. It seems our enemies are getting high-tech. You think Flacco did this, Patron? I don't know what to make of this shit. The guts of this drone are far too advanced. I don't think this is Flacco. Or any other civilian. The feds, then? Maybe military, I don't know. All I know is I've never seen anything like it. Military? Well, that seems far-fetched. What do you think, Patron? I don't know. Nothing seems to add up. A fourth man enters. We received word from Flacco. Well, go on, Miguel. Pile on that shit. It doesn't sound good, Patron. Word is, Flacco has rejected your offer. Puta madre! He says he's giving us till sundown to surrender. Pinche maceton. He would rather go to war than swallow his pride. Peace was never an option, Patron. Flacco is as ruthless as his uncle was. Sure. His uncle could be ruthless. But he was still fair. He understood that at the end of the day, we're all just trying to run a business and take care of our own. Patron. Miguel gestures to the man in white with a subtle head nod. Under the table, he gets a glimpse of Lucida's feet. Put the ball out. Get all our men out here now and tell Flacco that if he wants to dance, then we shall dance. De acuerdo, patrón. Miguel leaves. There's no need to hide, kid. Come out of there. Lucida sheepishly steps out from under the table. What are you doing here? Uh, nothing. You could have done that at home. What is a kid doing all the way out here? My father has a farm down the road. I just wandered off and got lost. Well, that is easy to do around here. What's with the gun? I was hunting. Hunting for what? The chupacabra. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after you catch it, let me know if you're looking for work. It's not safe for you to be out here, kid. Come on, let's get you home. Don Arturo. Maybe the kid has seen too much. What if she goes and blabbers to her father? Don't scare the girl. No, he might be right. We have too much shit to deal with right now. Let me take her home, Patron. It's all right, Javier. If it's the dirty work you don't want to deal with, I don't mind doing it. Just let the boss decide. Don Arturo takes a few moments to think as he stares at Lucita. Lucita stares back in fear. Say no more, boss. Give me the gun. Hugo reaches out his hand towards Javier. Guayaba's machete impales Hugo's hand against the wall. Guayaba somersaults over the table and grabs the hollow metal shell. 
He ducks down and pulls Lucita towards him. Javier fires his automatic weapon. The bullets clank against the shell. Javier kneels down and begins to reload. Guayava calmly walks over to him. Javier finishes reloading. He aims up at Guayava. Guayava swats up at the barrel of the gun. It flips above them. He catches it midair and slams it down on his face. He unloads the chamber of the gun. He tosses the gun aside. Now he retrieves his machete from Hugo's hand. Guayava walks over to Don Arturo. He wipes his blade on his white coat. Whatever your business here is, it's not my concern. I'm just here for the kid. Don Arturo looks down at his red-stained coat. You expect me to let you walk out of here? You must not know who I am. I know you're a man without many options right now. You better pray I never see you again. Hugo holds his wounded hand. He looks pale and weak. He looks up at Lucita. Lucita drops the component. As it hits the ground, the faint glow flickers, then becomes brighter than ever. She picks it up and looks at it confused for a moment, then puts it in her pocket. Guayava seethes his machete. Come on, kid. Let's go. Guayava and Lucita leave. Boss. They become visible through the exit hole as they flee. The kid. She took one of the components from the drone. Don Arturo scowls as he stares at them through the hole. They vanish in the brush. <laughs> <laughs>